0: Pre-Accident Podcast, coronavirus special episodes, just to keep our community informed. Hey everybody, Todd Conklin, Pre-Accident Investigation Podcast. Let's do a series of special conversations, uh, because I've got time and you've got time. And if you're listening to these, uh, these may help. And let's talk about some responses based upon the coronavirus that's happening right now in all of our workplaces globally. If you're anywhere uh, not under a rock, you know this is happening. And so today I want to talk to you a little bit about the notion of social distancing, not the notion of social isolation. And we'll start with this topic, but I think there are tons more. And if you want to talk, you've got people you want to put on or comments or questions you want to make. Let's make them, let's make this a conversation. Try not to make them very long but let's just get into the discussion of uh, what things are happening. So it's the weekend right now, no matter where you are, I'll put this up today, I think. And all of us are going through um, quarantine or social isolation, social distancing, and that all is kind of the same thing. But it's how we manage it as an organization that makes a huge difference. And for us in the safety and reliability world, we're going to have to really notch up our ability to communicate with each other and check in. So now, uh, group chats, I think, are going to be really meaningful. Uh, bulletin boards, any way we can talk to each other, scheduled Skype calls, uh, scheduled WebExes. We want to make sure that people are apart from one another, but are not separated from one another. Or maybe I should have said that the other way. They're separated from one another, but they're not apart from one another. And that difference between social distancing and social isolation is not very far. People are scared, so fear is up, which is really common when you have uncertainty. And when you're facing uncertainty, the most important thing we can remember collectively together is that we manage uncertain outcomes with certain controls. So we want to make sure that we create times where we communicate And we hold on to those times as sacred, and we over-communicate with one another and check in on one another as much as we possibly can, way more than we do when we have the ability to, to see each other, touch each other, be with each other. So the idea that we're creating social distance is really important because the virus is very communicable. And so social distance really is a very, very, very good recovery strategy and response strategy. But the downside is it can really create a sense of isolation during a time where people probably least need to feel isolated. What we want more than anything is to feel like we know as much as we can possibly know. Now, remember, people can accept the word yes, they can accept the word no, but no answer at all is not acceptable. And so we want to really think and focus on a clear message a clear strategy where we've centrally collected information so it can be as accurate as it possibly can be for the time. It's not going to be accurate and we're going to have to correct and change. There will be huge pieces of data. We pull back in. There will be huge pushes of data out. That's okay. What's important is to realize that by communicating more, we're actually creating a management strategy Around an uncertain outcome. Because right now, uh, we don't even know how long this will take and what this means to us and how this will impact not only our companies, our departments, our teams, our coworkers, but our families and friends. And so remember carefully and keep it as a watchword that there's an enormous difference between social distancing, which is a very good recovery strategy for highly communicative disease. And social, isol- social isolation, which is just mean. And isolation or the feeling of being isolated really sort of puts gas on an already existing fire. So build opportunities to communicate with one another using mediated communication forms, telephones, uh, group text, text messages. Check in on one another for sure. Realize that more information is better. And that accuracy matters, so centralizing the message makes a big difference, but not every message you give will be accurate. So the ability to correct and respond in real time also becomes very, very important. The very best thing to do with this data is to talk to your team, talk to your organization, talk to your groups of people, and, and ask them what the strategy is. For some of you, you probably had some strategies in place, Before this happened, and now those strategies are actually coming to fruition. For others of us, if you didn't have strategies, it's not too late to create a way to communicate and really talk to your teams about the difference between social isolationism and social distancing. They're very, very different. Anything else we can share with each other? Um, Let's do it. I know that Jay Allen is going to put a special bit of information on Safety FM, but I'm going to try to put out a podcast at least daily with any information I can think of. If you have things you think I should share, I'm more than happy to get that on there and share with you. Connections, experts, anything you think that would make a difference for the next week or two, we'll gladly do it. Now, here's my advice to you keep moving forward, think strategically. And remember that every action is going to have some kind of consequence. Be aware of the consequences, both intentional and unintentional. Be nice to each other, communicate with one another, and work diligently to create a space where it's very difficult to share the virus, but it's very easy to share uh, opinions and concern and care. Look out for one another. Until then, learn something new every single day. Have as much fun as you possibly can, even in the midst of all this. And for goodness sakes, be safe.